Welcome to FMC Radio, your officially unofficial source for all things Free Methodist. From in-depth discussions with key FMC leaders to daily updates from General Conference, we want to keep a consistent stream of information flowing to you regarding where God is leading the Free Methodist Church. I'm your host, Josh Avery, and I want to invite you to sit back, relax, and join us as we learn together now what it means to be Free Methodists in this episode of the FMC Radio Show. We're back for yet another episode. It is episode 112. This is July 29th, 2019. Sitting here in my uh, dining room right now, and my daughter Ellie Ann is eating her breakfast. What are you having for breakfast today, Ellie Ann? Oatmeal and raisins. Oatmeal and raisins. How old are you, Ellie? Three. Three years old. And you just had your birthday just the other day, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we were sitting here this morning, and you found something cool. What did you find? Tell everybody. Um, elephants. Elephants. They're magnets. Where do you put them? On the fridge. On the fridge. Now, do you remember who gave those to us? Um. <laughs> you don't remember their names, huh? No. But they are our missionaries. Can you say missionaries? Missionaries. It's Corey and Connie. Corey and Connie. Yeah, Persing from Thailand. And they gave us these special, two special magnets of, um, it says Chiang Mai on them, so we remember to pray for them, huh? Yes. That's so special. And we also have um, this little guide over here. See this piece of paper here? I always look at this to see who to pray for. And today is Monday the 29th, and it says pray for Cambodia. I'm going to read what it says to pray for on here, okay? Okay. Okay, you eat your breakfast while you listen. Pray for materials such as gospel tracts and booklets, printed Bibles, audio Bibles, and other audio and visual aids for sharing the gospel and teaching the Bible to children and adults in both contexts, literate and non-literate. So, Ellie, this says that we have to pray today for the people because they're going to teach the little girls and boys and all the moms and dads and everybody about the Bible. Even you? Even me? Well, I don't live in Cambodia, but if I did, they'd probably try to teach me about the Bible, huh? So should we pray for that? Um, yeah. Okay, well, let's pray for Cambodia. And then since we also have our friends here, Corey and Connie Persing, we're looking at their picture and we see their elephants. Let's pray for them too, okay? Okay. okay. Do you want to say a little prayer? Oh, you just put a lot of oatmeal in your mouth, huh? So you have to wait. Okay, I'll say the prayer, okay? Yeah. Dear Jesus, we thank you for... Um, this time that we have to um, pray for our missionaries and we pray first of all for Corey and Connie who we know are in America at this time um, going around visiting some different churches. Um, we pray for their work in Thailand, um, in Chiang Mai especially where they're at. Um, we pray that you will help to guide them and lead them um, in their work. And then we also pray for um, all of the work that's going on in Cambodia, the material, uh, the gospel tracts, the booklets, the printed Bibles, audio Bibles, the visual aids, the audio aids, all the different things that will be used to teach the Bible to the kids, to the adults, um, those who can read, those who can't. We just pray that all of those barriers, all of those um, different aspects um, that make it 
tricky. If, if someone can't read, they can't look at the gospel track. So we just pray that all these different aspects would be worked out, that your, your word would get out to people regardless. And um, we ask all these things in your name. Amen. Thank you, Ellie, for praying with us today. You're welcome. I'll have to have... my breakfast. You ate all your breakfast during that? Yeah. Oh, you were supposed to have your hands folded during that prayer. Were you not, were you just keep eating? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Look. Oh, no one can see, but it looks like you have an empty bowl. And now you got to drink your tea, huh? Because you have a little cough today. There's your little cough. So you're going to have to drink your tea, huh? Okay. Well, I'll go get you your tea so you and we'll... We'll post this online. Everybody can say can see you and say hi. Okay. Um, is, is it so cold? Yeah, your your tea's so cold. Hey, tell everybody we'll see you later. Yeah, we will say see you later. This is Bud McDowell, a former announcer for the Light and Life Hour, and you're listening to FMC Radio. Okay, well, if you were watching last week when we were doing some live stuff from General Conference, you may be familiar with who we're about to be introduced to. Today I have on the line with me for the show, I have Bob and Kathy Wilson. They are the founders of a ministry called Buckets for Hope, and we want to talk to them today a little bit about uh, what is going on with that ministry, how it started, and what they're doing. So, Bob and Kathy, thanks for uh, coming on and talking to us today. Thanks for having us, Josh. Looking forward to this. Yeah, we. Um, one thing I always, uh, some people out there may not know you, may not have heard about this before, so I always want to start with just getting people's story, kind of hearing a little bit about um, you guys and, and um, your connection, your journey uh, in the Free Methodist Church and, and where you guys are at right now. Well, the reason why most people haven't heard of us is we just launched this maybe two months ago on uh, Facebook and then was a course at General Conference. But I'll let Kathy can introduce uh, introduce the two of us. Okay. Well, my journey in the Free Methodist Church began at birth as I'm a third generation member. Uh, Bob's journey was very different. He attended church because of the bus ministry. Mm. Um, we both made a confession of faith pretty early uh, on, and we were nurtured by a lot of very special people within the Free Methodist churches we attended. Um, we received our education at Spring Arbor University, where we met, got married, and then we made Jackson, Michigan our home and have attended Jackson Free Methodist Church ever since. Okay. Now, you met, you met in the church, is that what you said? We met at Spring Arbor University. Spring Arbor University. Okay, so still, it's still uh, a free Methodist connection there. So yeah, technically, uh, all connected. So, okay. So now you guys have um, you, you've been in the church, um, you know, the, the, pretty much all of your life, like you say. Um, now it's just as Bob was just saying. This ministry is more recent. Um, tell us um, really two things. Kind of what led you um, somewhat recently to create this ministry? And then, of course, relatedly, we'll want to know what this ministry is. So uh, whatever order you want to talk about that. But just tell us a little bit about um, maybe maybe first, 
Um, let's start with what really is this ministry we're talking about, and then we'll go back in a minute and talk about what led you to find this to be important. So what is Buckets of Hope? Sure. Well, Buckets of Hope is it's a fun, educational, and purposeful fundraising event and experience, really, that we're making available for churches, faith-based groups, organizations, schools, colleges, uh, across the country. It's, it's an event where adults and kids of all ages can have a blast shooting baskets while providing hope and relief to people living in extreme poverty, under oppression and persecution. Also, it's in addition to supporting the efforts, the relational efforts, that are already taking place and sharing the ultimate hope, which is the good news of Jesus Christ. The most unique aspect about this event is the interactive and hands-on education that we provide to all the participants and onlookers regarding the needs and conditions affecting those that are living in extreme poverty and are being impoverished in, the, in our world. So that's it. basically, Buckets of Hope, is, it's a basketball shoot-a-thon. Mm-hmm. Uh, kids of all ages come in, shoot baskets, they raise money similar to a walk-a-thon and uh, turn their monies in and uh, get educated on what the needs and, and uh, conditions are, what the purpose of the event is for each church or group that's hosting it, and then they shoot baskets and have a blast doing it. Hmm. That's pretty much what Buckets is, uh, what it sure. would look like. Uh, Kathy can share a little bit more about how what led us to this ministry. Sure, sure. Well... Bob and I read a book called Whole Inner Gospel. Um, it's by Richard Stern. Um, and its emphasis is the 2,000 verses in Scripture which address poverty and the believer's responsibility to care for their neighbors, uh, both near and far, while spreading the gospel. Um, it actually talked about if you would take like an exacto knife and cut out all those scriptures, um, that the that the Bible would not hang together. And so, clearly feeling the call of the Holy Spirit to make a difference, the vision buckets of hope emerged from our thoughts and became really planted in our hearts. And from that point on. There was just no standing still. Hmm. So, you know, when I think about this, you know, I think about the average person and I think about, you know, when they're thinking about helping the poor, helping the impoverished, their, their you know, first reaction would be, you know, now it's not, it's not small in any way, but something smaller, I, I would say. So, for example, they might say, well, I'm going to, um, you know, send some, some money to International Child Care Ministries or something. Now, that's great. But that's all they would do, or they would say, well, maybe I'll take the next step. I'll sponsor a child, or maybe I'll send some money to, you know, Free Methodist World Missions, or, you know, those types of things. Basically, the idea being, you know, okay, well, let me just send some money somewhere. Um, but you guys took the next step to say, well, let's um, let's create kind of a ministry that's going to be ongoing, se- sending money, sending, um, sending you know, um, resources to the poor, helping the impoverished. Um, so what made you take that bigger step than just saying, oh, let's just kind of make a donation and, you know, feel good about that? <laughs> well, that's a good question. Um, a lot of people do 
short-term mission trips, maybe a week long. Lots of teams do that. That's wonderful. It's a great experience for them, and I'm sure the people get helped uh, that they're ministering to around the world. Uh, that wasn't necessarily um, what God had planned for us, and so when this came up, uh, we, we have a basketball program, a youth basketball program at our church, mm. and so when we read this uh, this book and actually led, led a Bible uh, or a Sunday school class on it, uh, it just really made an impact, and I started looking at our basketball program and what we do uh, through uh, our, our Upwards Basketball I said, you know, we could do this. We have a beautiful facility at our church in Jackson. It's got six basketball hoops indoors. We have 240 kids and about 1,000 people that show up every Saturday during the winter to play basketball. But there was nothing like this surrounded by it. Hmm. So we thought, well, this is a way that we can make an impact, uh, maybe a bigger impact than what we could by doing what you're suggesting, uh, sponsoring one child at a time. And it wasn't necessarily the amount of money, although that's important, of course, but it was the educational aspect and the fact that if we were inspired to do this, maybe what we're doing or putting on that Buckets of Hope fundraiser locally would also inspire other people. So you've got that whole domino or even snowball effect of it. Um, so we did this for three years at our local church. And over the course of the three years, we raised about... that was the total amount raised by the participants as well as some of the underwriting and in-kind donations that we received or put on the event. The monies that we raised, our church had two specific projects, uh, missions projects that we were directly involved in, and that was in uh, the country of Honduras and in Burundi, Africa. And so 80% of the monies that we raised went directly to those uh, two missions projects. And then 20%, we felt it was it was important that we keep some of the money back and help our local neighbors as well. So some of the money went towards some uh, food programs our church had or a local food pantry. We even uh, requested donations for the uh, local pregnancy counseling center. And so it's a whole local effect, global and local together. But uh, I guess what, what I like about what we're doing is, uh, you know, we're making an impact even though we're not going overseas to do it. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel good about that. I feel like we are in the Lord's will. We're following the direction of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And, uh, and hopefully other people will pick up on that. And we both have day jobs. Yes. Yeah. We, we both have day jobs. This is our ministry. And uh, uh, so it's just important that we, we all do what we can, no matter how big or how small it is. Yeah, now, were you guys uh, personally involved with the basketball ministry at your church before this all started? Or was it just Yeah, some... I've, uh, I've coached in it a number of years. Okay. Uh, I work with kids in Sunday school classes and uh, Wednesday night programs and done a lot of the, the stuff. Both of us have been pretty involved for, for a number of years at our local church. Yeah, and that's what I, I figured. I didn't know, but I figured you might say, and it just kind of leads me to think about, you know, those who are listening and things when... When we think about, you know, the things we're involved in, maybe somebody says, oh, well, I, I help with the basketball program at my church. They may not think how they could use that unique gift to do something, you know, even more meaningful. Um, and, and again, there is, there's the meaning in the program itself. 
that that program where you're working with the kids, teaching them these skills as the coach at the church at the basketball team. But now it's now there's an additional level to it. And anybody listening, you know, um, and there's all sorts of giftings, different things people are involved in. But just consider how you may use that gift, um, not just locally, but even in a bigger context too. There may be more options or opportunities, kind of like you're talking about, to use that gift. Um, as you guys realize and lived into and now taking it to that next level of, of kind of spreading the message um, so it can expand from from what you guys have been doing. Um, That's exactly it. And again, since we just launched, uh, we put it out on Facebook. That's the primary social media right now for us. And, and then, of course, t- attended the general conference last week. So that's been our primary exposure. Mm-hmm. And we're hoping that people will get on our Facebook page and check out our website and uh, we'll do whatever they can to help support it and spread the word uh, that it's out there and and available. Again, the the kit itself, uh, we're not making any money. It's our ministry. We just, basically the kit is similar to a vacation Bible school kit where it would provide the organizer of the event everything that they would need to just basically add volunteers and stir I would also like to suggest that people listening don't need to uh, have a big venue, um, you know, in their church. Um, They don't have to have a basketball program that's ongoing. Um, This could... This could look like a few small churches in the community getting together, partnering, and and putting a Buckets of Hope event on. Uh, also, one thing we did was we partnered with a local elementary school, which was very powerful in connecting the church with the community. So, um, you know, don't, don't feel like you have to have all these things lined up. Just um, be willing to be obedient and be led by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I know, Bob, you just mentioned a minute ago, um, you know, when you sign up, when you decide to do one of these Bucks of Hope event, one of the things that you'll get is a, a kit in the mail. Um, what, what, could be, what is inside that kit? What kind of things are they going to receive that will help them with this event? Because we 
we wash our cars with clean water. We give our animals clean water to drink. We bathe them in clean water. Um, and then on the flip side, uh, we have a 40-gallon bag of salt. 40 pounds. 40 pound. Sorry, sorry. 40-pound bag of salt mm-hmm. that the kids could pick up or not pick up quite often. Right. And then we would also have an adult uh, pick up the, the bag and put it on top of their head. And then what we did is we, we brought to light that many children don't receive an education in other countries because they are walking with their mothers sometimes a half of a day to a water source to collect dirty water Mm. that they bring back to their home and they use it to wash their dishes, cook, bathe, and then they they do that over and over again until the, the water gets so disgusting that they dump it out and then they walk again a half day to bring more dirty water back. That was one of the rooms. This leads to the contents. So bear yeah, with yeah. us. Another room that we had set up was uh, we, we had a mosquito net uh, set up over like a cot. And uh, one of our pastors, um, Pastor Tim, he dressed up as a giant mosquito. And uh, he, his name was Skeeter. And he would chase kids around. And they would, uh, they would be all screaming and giggling and stuff. And they'd get inside of the tent or the net, and they would be protected by mosquitoes. Uh, in another area, we had a mock uh, medical clinic. Our church uh, supports and, and uh, basically helped build and, and now helps operate a medical clinic in Burundi. And so we had that as well as a food program that we support in Burundi called Busama. And we had samples of the Busama. And then another room was our community room that, that showed some of the things that we were doing for, to the local community. Anyways, the kid itself has, it, it's, it's a bucket, it's a five-gallon bucket, and it also has one of those Sawyer water filter kits in it. So you can use the, the bucket and the Sawyer water filter as, as a great demonstration of putting dirty water in and getting clean, drinkable water out. That's powerful. We did that also as part of our, our uh, purpose rooms. It also has a mosquito net. So both of those items are props that, that you actually have physical props to use. And then we supply numerous suggestions for additional props as well as uh, what we call did you knows or factoids about, again, comparing how things are for us here in the United States to how things are in other parts of the, of the world. So that is on a flash drive um, that contains instructions, suggestions, with templates for marketing and and all the documents needed. Um, so so basically, all the thinking has been taken out of it, and you can, like Bob always does, add water and stir. Yeah. There's also a sample T-shirt. Uh, that's available through our website as well, as well as the kit. And that's also at just pass-through cost. But there's a sample T-shirt to, to know what that is. And as Kathy said, on the flash drive is our marketing materials that the church can add 
their information to it, or or school or whatever group can add their information to it and take it to their local printer, and they'll have uh, rack cards as well as uh, uh, posters and uh, maybe a vinyl banner that they might want to hang up. So that's pretty much what you get in the kit. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, and that's um, I like that aspect of, of course, you know. The first thing that we we talked about the first thing which is the the most prominent you know raising the money for um for these different ministries raising money for the poor but now there's this additional layer that you know it's not just as if oh well we raised a lot of money oh what'd you raise it for and then the kids say oh i don't really know i'm not really sure what it's all about you know but but it's good now they actually have been in these rooms they've been a part of something that they can actually experience you know, whether they're trying to pick up that bag, they're drinking the water, like, oh, I'm not going to drink that. Then they see the filter and then they, they, they drink the clean water. You know, these are all, um, you know, even for adults, just these uh, images that are going to stick with them rather that, that connect to uh, what they're giving the money towards rather than just knowing that they did, but not knowing a whole lot about, you know, the situation. So, you know, these are these great uh, images, whether it's on the USB or, you know, those physical interactable things um, that create that teachable, as you said, you know, that teachable thing as well to be able to people to really get a, a handle on what, what we're talking about here. Um, the thing I really liked or, or was touched by was not only the fact that as we were teaching about um, the plight of the impoverished, um, that the children sat just in total silence. They were mesmerized by what they were learning. But then the thing that I think struck me even more was looking behind them and seeing their parents standing often crying and then they would come to us afterwards and say I just didn't know I I didn't realize how bad it was in other parts of the world now many people from our own church uh, were familiar with the plight but those in our community mm. both children and and their families uh, got to what goes on uh, beyond their own backyard. Yeah, yeah, that's great. To, um, to and and even in these types of events, you know, um, almost an outreach in and of itself of getting people to come over to the church, be a part of what's happening that might not normally, but you know, everybody's going to be on board with you know providing clean drinking water, for example, regardless of your beliefs, and so. As, as we were kind of saying early on too, just that, you know, connection point um, and, you know, connecting with people on what is common, which is, you know, humanity and, and dignity and even just basic clean, clean drinking water for people. Um, and then that give, opens the door p perhaps as well to those spiritual things that at first glance may disagree upon, but then have these other opportunities during an event like this to, to uh, reach into your community as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, so tell us. Um, we, I guess, I guess you you told us already a little bit about kind of the standard event, and as we've talked about the kit, we've we've talked about that a little bit too of kind of the you know the basketball end of it. Of course, you're going to be having people sponsor um, uh, those who are involved, and then the learning aspect of it. Um, but uh, I know um, 
you guys have ha had some ideas, um, but tell us about, if somebody s decides to sign up for this, what kind of projects might they be able to fund? Well, again, our church uh, had its uh, specific projects already, and mm -hmm. so uh, when we first approached uh, pastors uh, about putting this on, rather than give the money to a larger organization, uh, like a World Vision, Compassion International, those are all good organizations, we had our own projects, and, and it was projects where we were directly involved with the people in, that were being served in Honduras and Burundi. So we wanted, uh, we wanted to support those efforts. And so uh, that's what we did. Now, each church, that's what makes this program unique. Each church, each, each school group that puts this on may have their own project, may have their own ministry or missionaries that they may support or have their own passion that they, they want to do and support. And as long as those projects, uh, passions, align with our mission and purposes, and with the ultimate of leading people to Christ, uh, then we're fine with whatever that project is. Hmm. You know, at, uh, at the conference last week, uh, we actually uh, we had our first recipient of a Buckets of Hope fundraising kit. It was really exciting. She runs a ministry in Rwanda uh, called uh, Come Away Missions, and the, the proceeds from their event that they're going to put on later this fall in Alabama are going to support the ministry there, which is helping kids and, and, and adults, too, uh, provide hope and opportunity in Rwanda. And that's what they already had an established uh, ministry there, and that's fine. Uh, again, it's a Christian ministry. So if uh, what we did thought, though, is if a church or a group does not have something already in mind, then we would supply on our website uh, different organizations that we've already contacted and vetted out or are very familiar with as suggestions that they would make the direct contact with the organization, find out if they had a specific project or need, and then decide if that's something that they want to support and channel the funds to them. One important note is that no funds, other than the cost of the kit and, and the T-shirts that they order them for through us, and again, it's just cost. Uh, there's no profit. Uh, but no funds are channeled through Buckets of Hope. The church or the school or group, they pick the project, and they send the monies directly to that organization that they're supporting. So on our, on our website, we created a bucket list, pun intended, yeah. And uh, we, we uh, one of the first contacts I made was with Linda Adams, uh, the ICCM director, now now elected bishop. Mm -hmm. uh, and Linda was very helpful and very encouraging. And ICCM, as you know, is child sponsorship, but they also they also have special projects, and they just do tremendous work around the world. And so ICCM is one of the groups that we suggest. Uh, in Better Hands, which is also a free Methodist uh, ministry uh, serving uh, in the Southeast Asia for human trafficking, to try to prevent human trafficking and uh, with orphanages and houses uh, for women there. Uh, great organization, that's another one. And then Team Balkans, uh, which they do work in the Balkans area of Europe, uh, Bulgaria primarily, and they're also involved in micro-businesses as well as uh, they're putting up, uh, or trying to raise funds for a house for uh, human trafficking, or to prevent human trafficking. Those are are three uh, 
country. So we also added two larger organizations that we have vetted out, one being uh, Samaritan's Purse, which does a, a tremendous amount of disaster relief and humanitarian aid. And the other one, which is really precious to us, is the Voice of the Martyrs. And they they really deal with the persecuted Christians and helping to take care of the families of the persecuted Christians around the world. Wow, yeah, so there... Uh, go ahead. There, there's one other one that yeah. are, are friends of ours that they have a ministry in the Yucatan Peninsula of Mexico called Yucatan uh, Blessings House. And uh, you'll find the information on, on our website for that as well. They actually lived in Jackson and participated in, in Buckets of Hope. They even sponsored it with, with underwriting funds, and their kids participated and raised money. They're now missionaries working primarily with the terribly neglected and, and impoverished uh, elderly in the Yucatan. And tremendous ministry. That's mm-hmm. only if, again, if only if people don't have something of their own that they want to support. These are some great ministries, and that's just the beginning of it. Many yeah. of these ministries have put on their website uh, fundraising button with our link. So if uh, someone clicks on the fundraising button, it will take them directly to Buckets of Hope. Um, I would like to suggest that any missionaries who may be listening to this uh, could contact us, and we could um, partner with them where they also could put a fundraising button on their website that would take uh, anyone who is interested in supporting them uh, directly to our fundraising effort. That's great. I know that uh, if anybody, so if there you are listening out there and you're you're interested in this, but you don't have an idea, you can see all of those that were just talked about over on bucketsofhope.net. You can go through the website and see more about those projects if you don't have an idea already. And one, as uh, Bob was mentioning, uh, the different ones that he was going through, he mentioned the team Team Balkans, and if you have been following the show for a while, you'll remember uh, back on episode 101, we talked to Bulgarian missionary Al Mellinger, and uh, just last week when we did a video, we walked through their shop there at General Conference, the Marketplace Mana Around the World shop that they had set up there in the exhibition hall. And so, um, you know, if anybody's listening and you say, oh, that may be something, you know, but I want to know a little more, you can obviously go to their websites, but you can also listen to 101, episode 101 of this show as well to hear more on that project. Um, we also have, a, I think, an episode on ICCM as well sometime in the past. I don't have the number right in front of me. But all of these, what I, what I like about this too, um, as I was looking over your website, of course, and I think you guys have mentioned it just off to the side, but um, you know, when we're talking about the kit and the shirts and stuff, obviously people have to purchase these things for their event, but you guys are um, providing these at cost. So it's not like, oh, it's some huge high price that you, know, um, you guys are gonna be making tons of money off of. Um, the kit is $75 and that includes all the stuff we talked about with the filter, with the that mosquito net, all the stuff that, that Bob talked about earlier. And then the shirt is, is per shirt is $6.05. So really, I mean, these things are very cheap for what they have, um, as again, at cost. And it's just providing that opportunity 
Um, and I thank you guys for being a part of this. I mean, you have the whole idea. It'd be very easy to tack on a couple dollars to each thing and, you know, make some money personally. But, you know, you haven't done that. And that's uh, uh, thanks so much for, you know, what you guys have decided to do and, and what you guys are, are doing over there. Well, as, as Kathy mentioned, we both have day jobs. Sure. Uh, mine's rather boring. Kathy is the director of our local pregnancy counseling center. And so this, uh, this uh, it's just something that we want to do that, that we felt led by the Lord. It, it might have taken a four-by-four four upside my head, <laughs> but uh, we did it. And, uh, and we're excited about where God is going to take this ministry. It's his ministry, not ours. Uh, we're just the vessels uh, to, to start it here. One other thing, and I don't know how much time we have left, Josh, but uh, we touched on it just briefly. And, and last week at the conference, uh, several people came by that were very interested, extremely receptive. Some of them said, well, I'm just in a church plant, or we have a small church with no gym, maybe not even with that many families or, to, or kids in it. We're, uh, one thing that I would say there is use this to make a splash in your local community. If you're a starter, a church plant or a small church, this is a great way to involve other churches or other different groups, other nonprofits in the area. Uh, to, if, if you can adopt a local elementary school, public school, involve them, involve a Christian school. Or a, we had our uh, the uh, men's uh, basketball team from Spring Harbor University come and help us out the last year that we had put this on, which is terrific to have these guys that are six foot something, you know, nine, seven foot, <laughs> helping with these little kids. They just loved it. And then a little school involved uh, one year. They actually donated $300 of their popcorn sales money from that weekend uh, to Buckets of Hope. And that went and bought it with six water filters. Uh, one water filter is good up to a million gallons of, of, of clean water. So that's, that's that impact. Uh, and that's one the big thing we try to say about the program is no matter how small the person is, no matter how small the gift is or donation is, it can make an impact and make a big difference. And and if it inspires people to do that, then that's great. That's what we want to do. Yeah. But it's a matter of, you know, to, you can even, like as we're, as we're mentioning, as that story just gave an idea to us is, you know, it doesn't just have to be churches, you know, groups, um, you know, uh, schools, all these sort of people um, can jump on board with this. And again, what's nice is, you know, at, at face level, when we first enter into the the uh, meeting the needs of the poor around the world, I mean, anybody is going to be able to jump on board with that. So whether they agree with down the line, the gospel portion, maybe, maybe not. However, there are many people that will jump in at the first level. And um, those of you who are listening, who are pastors, leaders, um, you know, free Methodists around the world, um, you know, this is an opportunity for you to say, all right, well, you know, people I've, I've approached them before, they're not on board with, you know, our VBS or with the gospel presentation, but maybe they'd be interested in getting involved with this. And that's a way to, you know, start connecting the dots um, in our community and to make an impact around the world just to, to meet needs. So um, just be thinking, you know, not just about your local church or your youth group, but also maybe some other um, connections that you have uh, if you're in a school or whatever that, that may be able to go down through this channel to um, create um, this hope for other people. So... This is a, a great opportunity, and thank you guys for coming on and talking to us about it. Well, thank, thank you, Josh. Uh, 
thank you. Uh, any exposure that we get out there, again, I would encourage people to check the website and get onto our Facebook page, Simply Buckets of Hope. Uh, make sure it's the right one. There's others by the same name. But get on our Facebook page and like and invite your friends. And the more we can spread it out there, uh, the, the more exposure, uh, it'll, be, it'll be great for everybody. Thanks yeah. again. We really appreciate this opportunity, Josh. And thank you for what you do with these uh, uh, radio podcasts. I think they're great, and we all get learn a lot and learn a lot about different ministries and, and people within the Free Methodist Church. It's fantastic. Keeps us connected. Oh, thanks. And uh, if you're listening, go to bucketsofhope.net. Again, he said there's other ones, so don't type in bucketsofhope.com because that'll be something different. So bucketsofhope.net, go to that. And I'll also put a link to that in the show notes today. So if you're technologically savvy, just scroll down and click on that. And um, I will put a link to the Facebook page as well. You can go over and see Buckets of Hope on Facebook via the show notes as well. So thanks once again, and uh, let us know if there are any good updates. Okay, we'll do. All right. Thanks, Thanks so much. Bye.